Okay, welcome back. This is Matthew Sheets, the Oklahoma Prepper, back with you once again, coming to you from Northeast Oklahoma. Okay, so today we're going to do a couple of different things here. First thing I want to do is I want to wish you a happy belated Patriot Day. That was Saturday, and I truly hope that each and every one of you who listened to this podcast took at least a few moments of your time to remember the 3,000 people that died September 11, 2001 during the terrorist attacks that rocked this nation. The towers came down, the Pentagon got hit, and there was a plane that went down in the middle of Pennsylvania. These things can never be forgotten, irregardless of how much people tell us that we should forget. So what we're going to discuss today is why we do what we do. And I have to, this all ties in with September 11th, the past, the present. It Unfortunately, it is going to get a little bit political. I've been doing my best not to do that, but this is one of those episodes where I'm not going to have a lot of choice in it, just the way it's going. So, so being able to tell people why we do what we do is a very important thing and putting it in terms that they understand so that they if they choose to get into it, they have the resources and know who to talk to, etc. We don't want to come across as a bunch of kooks. So, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Oklahoma Prepper. Okay, the very first thing we're going to do right here, and uh, listen, I know I know, I did this Saturday. I'm willing to bet 101 odds you did the same thing, but here it is officially. Let's just, let's just take a moment. Let's listen to this, and let's just spend a second here thinking about those 3,000 people and their families who are still alive. I said we're gonna we're gonna discuss why we do what we do and like I said it it does involve September 11th and it is included in the past and the present so again I mean what happened to 20 years ago I remember exactly where I was at I remember exactly what I was doing I I remember exactly who banged on my door 
scared shitless. Um, it was, it was an absolutely horrible event. I don't care which way you want to look at that. Um, it's not a joking matter. I've heard, I've heard things about people joking about, you know, nine eleven. you know, and this, and it, it's nothing to joke about. It's just like the day we stormed the beaches in Normandy. That's not a day to joke about. But people in this generation, they don't seem to understand history. They don't seem to comprehend what has gotten us to this point. But I I digress. I, I have plenty of things to say on that matter, and most people don't want to hear my thoughts on that. Especially not the people who have those thoughts. Okay, so why do we do what we do? Well, I think, and this is, this is me. I think I think the best general answer is to be ready for anything that comes our way to be self reliant. As Americans, we have always been self reliant, even before the Revolutionary War. We were self reliant. We did not depend on England for their good graces because they didn't give them to us. Uh, the King of England was kind of a dick, part of the reason why we rebelled and beat the hell out of them twice. Yeah, and then went on to win two world wars. Go figure that one out. Yeah, a bunch of rednecks who were uneducated, right? And that's coast to coast. That's how most other countries viewed us. <clears throat> but neither here nor there. Why do we do what we do? You know, you get out and you talk to people, and there's going to be people who are preparing for economical collapse of the society. There's other people that's preparing for societal collapse. And there's other people that's going to plan for earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, volcanic eruptions, nuclear power plant failures. The list goes on and on and on. Now, I don't, I personally do not get into the, the, um, I don't, I don't get into the mindset of preparing for a single thing. Um, there's so many different things that can happen. And can society collapse? Yes. Can our fiat money system completely fall out? Yes. Are we seeing portions of that now? Yes. We have had super high inflation in the past eight months. <clears throat> and things the dollar just doesn't stretch as far as it used to go we've seen prices go prices across the board have gone up and they're all taxes that's all it is it's just taxes it's taxes they don't have to tell you about they don't have to pass it through congress they doesn't have to go through the senate it doesn't have to get voted on by the states you have no say in it they give all this money away and your inflation rates go up and it's just to pay back all those loans. So, yeah, you're being taxed for all that money you've already got. I heard an analyst not too not too long back. He was saying that our young people today, talking about young children age 7 or 8 and younger, they are already in debt over $700,000 a piece. Go figure, get, yeah, go think about this. Go look this up. Go look how much in debt is our future generations and see what you come up with. See what you find. Maybe you'll see something I didn't. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, 
that's a lot of money that we're putting our children and our grandchildren in debt for so that we can go out and get a new TV right now. You know what? Maybe these lazy idiots just need to get off their butts, go get a job, and start earning their money and stop complaining about everything. And then instead of saying, I want to make $15 an hour because I'm a good hamburger flipper at McDonald's, go to school, get an education, and go do something with your life. <clears throat> I, I, again, I'm sorry. I, I digress. Okay, so why do we do what we do? Uh, I told you this was uh, tied in with 9-11, past and present. First off, we know what happened in New York City on September the 11th of 2001. There were people in the surrounding area, and they could not evacuate everybody immediately. That was it was just too much. Nobody anticipated those attacks. Nobody knew they were coming. We did not realize it was going to happen until it happened. And I can I I I can I can bet there were people stuck in their apartments, their condos, their offices, in the surrounding buildings that did not suffer structural damage. And how long they were there, I don't know. But with the damage that was going on and the infrastructure damage and everything else, we know they didn't have running water. They didn't have electricity. I don't even know what all utilities were actually shut off at that point to the downtown area. I know the city actually shut a bunch off so there would not be any further explosions. So that was actually a good call on the city to do that right there. But how long were they in their offices? I don't know. But did they have the stuff to get through whatever that time period was? I know it wasn't days, but I know some of them people who were trapped. Now, they were in a different situation. They were trapped inside places. They were there for days. But in the surrounding buildings, I don't know exactly how long the evacuations took. And then we jump forward 20 years. And we have this dear, sweet administration that we love so much who has abandoned, straight up left and abandoned, U.S. citizens behind enemy lines in a foreign country. This jackass literally went off and pulled soldiers out, pulled our military. We had 2,500 non-combat troops behind in enemy, in enemy territory. And at the time, the situation was neutral. Neutral. That means they were doing nothing. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't move forward. But we were not making steps to move them back. The Afghan military was making steps to push them back with U.S. support. So what were we doing there? We were doing things like working on planes. We were maintaining vehicles. We were teaching them military tactics. We were providing um, intelligence reports, both for them and for us back here at the United States. We did we did backup stuff. They, they went out and did the fighting. We have not been fighting since, well, for the past couple of years. In fact, there had not been a military death in 18 months. Not one military personnel person had died in 18 months until this idiot took over and then he got 18 of our servicemen and women killed in one day congratulations dipshit okay anyway so why do you prep okay if he did this in another country behind enemy lines what the hell do you think he's gonna do if something happens right here on u.s soil i'm 
I, I want you to seriously consider this. I want you to look at the events that took place in Afghanistan, in Kabul, how he pulled our troops out first, left those citizens, and then handed over the names of the citizens in which they were wanting to get out. <laughs> yeah, he just handed the Taliban a daggum hit list is all he wound up doing. How do you prep for that? Now, these people, they had been getting Facebook and Twitter notices from the Pentagon or the Defense Department, whoever is in charge of sending that out. But they were getting these notices for the past six months that, hey, may ought to think about taking off. Now, what the, what the, what the administration is saying is that, well, these, these people, they have dual citizenship. Okay, because they have dual citizenship, that makes them less of an American, right? Listen, I am sick of all your racist, BS, sexist bull crap coming out of this office. All right? Before you came in, we were a united people. Okay, it didn't matter if you were a man or a woman, black, white, red, pink, purple, or green. You could have been green. We could have had aliens land on the White House lawn, and we would have accepted them in, given them the test, gotten them their green cards, and then made them U.S. citizens. No, not now. Now we've got this jackass up there being a complete idiot. Okay, so, sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting off track again. Okay, I, can you tell how much I love this administration? I, I, I really adore them. I really do. And, you know, the truth is I don't wish any bad on them. I don't. I don't want them. <clears throat> I don't want anybody to hurt them. I don't want anybody to commit violence against them. And that is the God-honest truth right there. I truly don't. What I do want is if these people hate America so much, I think every one of us ought to show up at the White House, help them pack the shit, Go get them on a plane and get them over to China where they're going to be so much happier. And they already have the, the, the population controls in place. I, I think we ought to just send them over there. That's assuming China would accept idiots. But, oh, sorry, again, I've gotten off track. Okay, so if they've done that right there on, on in another country and they left American citizens... To, for all intents and purposes, to die. What's going to happen here in the United States? As of right now, our enemies abroad are looking at us, and they see very, very, very weak leadership. And they know they can get away with anything they want to do. They don't have to worry about repercussions, because this guy can't even remember which shoe goes on which foot. And then we have a vice president who's even more incompetent than he is i've actually tried to figure out how she's more incompetent than he is and not quite gotten to that point that i truly understand it but anyway if that happens there what's going to happen should somebody evade u.s soil it is going to come down to state military and militia groups <clears throat> now to be a part of a militia group, you don't even have to be in a militia. When the time comes, you're going to have to pick up arms. You're going to have to defend your country. And you're going to have to do what you can to defend your family, your children, your home, your property. So how far are you willing to take it? What are you willing to do? Are you just going to run for the hills? 
Well, some people will, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody is designed and built to go stand on the front line and shoot a gun and take another life. I understand that. So, for those people who are going to run and get out of harm's way, they need to have enough equipment with them in order to live out there in the wilderness. As for the ones of us who are going to go up there on the front line and help defend this country, the land we love, we need to have the equipment to go do that and to take care of ourselves. Because at that point, the federal government is going to fall apart. With the kind of leadership that we currently have, they couldn't handle they they couldn't handle bubblegum on the street. But I mean, you throw something major like that, and let's make it even worse. Let's say two countries invade simultaneously, one on the east coast, one on the west coast. We've already got an open southern border. We know terrorists are coming through the border. We know that. Uh, uh, gangs and everything else is coming through we've got repeat felony offenders that's already been shipped out coming back in we already know these things are happening imagine it a billion times worse than that and is it possible it absolutely is iran is now working with with uh, afghanistan and they're working with the communist chinese and they're also working with the Russians, who don't much care for us anyway and never really have. So, is this a possibility? Yes. How likely is it? I don't know. If it never happens, it's not very likely. But if it does happen, it's super likely, and that's something we need to consider. Look, the things we plan for is the things that could happen and put us in harm's way. So, why do you prep? I think, personally, for me, it's so that I can keep my wife and my children safe, fed, clothed, sheltered, and out of starvation's hands. I want to make sure they've got water. I want to make sure they've got the necessities that they need in order to get through to make it to the next day. And I want to be able to teach them the things that I know in order for them to be able to do the things that I can do so that they also can be self-sufficient. But my children, that's my greatest prep right there. It's not how much water I can store. It's not how much food I have in the pantry and how many freezers I have and how good I am at deer hunting or rabbit hunting or squirrel hunting or how many catfish I can go out and catch in a single weekend. Yes, I go do all those things. I do. I have pantry in there. I've got food in the freezers. I've got I've got ways to get water when nobody else can. When okay, when most other people can't. But my children, that is that is my greatest prep and helping them become self-reliant and not depend on somebody else for their livelihood. That that is what makes me feel good. Now, do they still come ask for help? Absolutely. Do I still go talk to my dad and get his help? Absolutely. And I'm going to I'm gonna be lost when I lose my father. I can just tell you that right now. My, me and my dad are very close. <clears throat> but 
that's what we do. We're there for our kids, and we try to teach them the things that we know. And I'm, I want to teach my children, all of my children, how to cover themselves and be reliant and depend on themselves should something happen, if they're willing to listen. I can't shove it down their throats, but I do my best to teach whenever I get an opportunity. And it's not just my children, it's my grandchildren too. Later this week, I was supposed to go pick up a couple of my grandkids. I've got multiples, yes. But I'm going to go pick up the two older ones, at least I'm supposed to. And I've been taking them out and teaching them how to shoot a bow. Now, have have they shot guns with me too? Absolutely they have. But the bow is one of those things where you can really see what kind of personality they're going to develop. And I think I think bow, even if it does not become their primary choice of uh, defensive weaponry or offensive, then then you know but it's something that will teach them basics and yes they're they're seven, six and eight right now and so they got a kid's bow and it's not it's not huge i mean could it kill a squirrel possibly if the squirrel was standing up with his belly two inches from the end of the arrow at full draw that it might do otherwise even the squirrel's got to turn around and fart on them so it's not it's not like it's going to kill somebody and it's not like they can kill each other with it, but they can still hurt each other with it. So they still need that supervision, but I really trying to teach them how to do these things. And it's, you got to start somewhere. <clears throat> so the, the kids are my greatest prep and why do I do it? I do it so that I could teach them how to stay safe. So they teach them how to eat when others will starve, how to drink when others are dehydrated, how to watch for certain things, heat stroke, heat exhaustion, you know, hyperthermia, things of that nature when they're out and about, how to track an animal. You learn how to track an animal, you're going to know how to track a human being. This is is a fact. I don't care how you want to look at it. This is just this is just how it goes. Um but if they know these things and they understand these things, they're going to be better at life. Now, hopefully, they get an education and they go and they get good jobs. And they can look back on this and say, thanks, Grandpa, but I hired a guy to come do all that for me. Oh, that's all great. But at the very least, at least they know how to do it. It's just like my two girls. I've taught them some basic mechanic stuff. So, I mean, neither one of them is going to rebuild an engine. Not that they can't. Either one of them is intelligent enough to do it. I'm proud of both of my girls. Don't get me wrong. But they needed enough knowledge in order to know that when they take their vehicle to the shop, they don't need to rotate the air in their tires or change their blinker fluid. So that's why we do what we do to protect our kids, to protect our families for anything that could come. Now, what's the most probable thing? Localized disaster. It's going to be a tornado here in Oklahoma or a flood. Had that happen back here in Bartlesville back in 1986. Uh, Get down to Louisiana, Florida, you got hurricanes. You get over in California, you got earthquakes. You get over in 
California, you got Democrat idiots, which that's an entirely different type of thing you got to prep for there. But most of what you're gonna most of what you're gonna plan for, I think, is that right there. Your localized emergency events, and if just go look at Hurricane Katrina. Look at what happened after that came through there, and that the response that the government gave getting gave getting FEMA set up, getting all the other stuff in place. It took way longer than it should have, and then they had the military in there disarming legal American citizens. So, yeah, again, that's something else you got to think about. Um, but you know, those things right there, it is going to take time for, for government services to get set up and you have to ask yourself, do I want to depend on government services or do I even trust government services? Now, if you answer both of the, yes, if you answered yes to both of those, then yeah, by all means, you can just sit there and you can wait on them to show up, but you could starve to death in the process. I wouldn't suggest it. Technically, I guess you wouldn't starve to death. You can go three seconds without food, three days without water, three weeks without food, and it's like three seconds without oxygen or something like that. It's like three three hours without shelter in extreme situations. So anyway, I've talked about the laws, the rule of threes on here once before, so Go back and listen to that. That's got all the details, but I think that's right. It takes about three weeks for you to actually starve to death. Of course, that depends on your height, weight, age, sex, body mass index, et cetera, et cetera. The the bigger you are, the longer you're going to last. And, you know, if you've only got a day or two worth of food and you have to wait three weeks, you can ration, but nobody can ration that good. So these are things we have to think about, you know, I mean, What's the most probable situation for the area in which we live in? And then let's get ready for that first. And then we can start looking at more general things like the nuclear power plant exploding. I, a couple of years ago, there's actually a nuclear power plant that I am within the radiation range of. Not by much, but I am within the radiation range. And just just as a safeguard... I went ahead and bought a radiation tag, and I bought radiation tablets. It, it, for all intents and purposes, iodine tablets. But do I think, do I honestly think that if that nuclear power plant exploded, that I would not have time to get me, my wife, my kids out of the area? No, I really think I could do it. But... On that off chance that I could be wrong, I wanted to have something backed up. Now, yeah, it cost me about 50, 60 bucks in order to get all that stuff, but it lasts for years. Those pills don't expire until like 2027 or something like that. And I bought them, I bought them quite a while ago. So, you know, get your local stuff first. The first thing I've planned for was a tornado tornado damaging the house or taking the house down the second thing i planned for was flooding Uh, i'm high enough off the off the creek bed that i don't have to per se worry about water getting in my house but i'll definitely be cut off from resources around town and in the surrounding communities the third thing i planned for 
was the nuclear power plant. And I also have to consider blast range from Tulsa and Oklahoma City. If anything ever did get stupid, those could be targets for terrorist or all-out war. Not as likely as Houston, New York, Los Angeles, but they could very well still be likely targets. So that's why we do what we do. We don't want to be stuck behind enemy lines like so many other Americans are right now. And we don't want to be stuck in a disaster situation with no resources in order to take care of ourselves and our families. We love our families and we do the best we can for our families. And this is one of the things that we do for them. And that's one of the better answers, I think, so that we don't sound like a bunch of crazy kooks. But anyway, to do this, you got to kind of be a little crazy, I guess, don't you? All right. So that's why we do what we do. Listen, thank you all for tuning in. And before we go, let's listen to the, uh, let's listen to this right here. know of any firemen emts paramedics uh police officers county mounties state troopers any law enforcement emergency persons personnel i want you to walk up to them shake their hand if you see a cop in a donut shop buy him a donut and a cup of coffee you're gonna hear cops say well i don't eat those Uh, yeah yeah you do just Trust me on that, okay? Even the ones that lie about it do it. But that's true. It's so many things in life. It is absolutely ridiculous. So go thank your law enforcement. Go thank your emergency service personnel. And if anybody is listening to this in the Barsville area, go check out my booth at the Wooden Buffalo. It's right up here on Madison, just across the street from the church in the Mazzy or the old Pizza Hut. It's Sam's Bakery or <coughs> Sam's Eatery now. Um, I'm in booth number 24, still survival equipment and all law enforcement. I don't care what level you're at. I don't care if you're active, if you're retired, if you're, as long as you're honorably discharged from the military or in, in emergency services, that's from Washington County emergency management or any emergency management all the way up to Amy or not Amy. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Space Force. 
Yes, Space Force is actually a real thing. That's not made up. You all get 10% discount in my booth every day. That's never, ever going to change. So go thank them guys and gals. Give them a pat on the back if they'll let you. Otherwise, just shake their hand and tell them thank you. Every one of them deserve it. Thank <laughs> you.